Almost there. Hey, there we go. Hey, folks, thanks for tuning in to the Banff Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Lafferty, here today with RPG Luminary, Ross Watson. How you doing, Russ? I'm doing good, Mike. Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see. I, I have to beg your indulgence for one second. I have to play my contractually mandated uh, intro music. So just give me one second. Yeah, sorry about that. I have to play that music. But that, that assures you listeners that you're listening to a high quality artisanally handcrafted podcast well, only the finest production values here so so russ um i'm used to seeing you at the broomfield commons dog park but right. you were actually a man with a, a long and storied career uh throughout rpgs can you uh tell our listeners just a little bit about that uh sure i've worked on probably 90 different products at this point uh some of the highlights are things like uh savage world's rifts um star wars edge of the empire warhammer 40k roleplay and uh Torg eternity just to name a few well so some of the definitely some of the big names out there in the business good for you thank you and uh today we are here to talk about a really interesting project um called knights arcanum which is coming up uh it sounds like hey speaking of which there is strangle studios hey how you doing sir <laughs> um i'm gonna pull up some of the art for this project um and just tell us uh well, you know, let me get some art up first, and then we'll talk about, you know, what is this project? And sure um, I think I have the cover for the jumpstart here. No, no, this is character sledge in an action position. And this is, you know, I saw this art about a month ago on Facebook. I don't know what the hell is happening at the time that I saw it, but I was like, <laughs> wow, that is, I want to know more about this picture because, my God, look at that. That is just, that is interesting. So tell us, what is Knight's Arcanum? Okay, so Knight's Arcanum is a uh, fantasy superhero setting. It is a place where you mash together Thundercats and He-Man and 90s X-Men together uh, with some, some really cool like flying islands and monsters and you know creatures from the uh, uh, different dimensions. And the, the heroes are needed to defend these worlds. These are the Knights Arcanum. They are people who have a sliver of divine power in their soul that gives them their superpowers. This image right here, the guy with the hammer, uh, his name is Sledge. And his power is that he can turn himself into a living stone golem uh, to fight against the enemies there. That's a, uh, a creation of the high arcanist that he's doing battle with right there. This giant monster with the brain in the, in the jar. I was on mute. Sorry about that. Yeah, that, that is really cool. Um, so, yeah, I, I immediately perk up when you talk about 80s and 90s cartoons. Um, really into it. Um, so this kind of has like that, that toy feeling to it, right? Yeah, it's it's very toyetic. Actually, a lot of the designs for the vehicles uh, in the setting are actually intentionally made to look like something you might find on the shelf back in 1986. And uh, we're actively like the screen is having some issues. I think we're back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What well, did you lose me on uh, something? Just for a second, you sound like you were uh, briefly caught in the transporter buffer. But uh... <laughs> do I need to restate the the answer? Uh, let's spin the safe side and say yes. Yeah. Okay. I was just going to say it's very toyetic. Uh, we are actively trying to make it feel very uh, Thundercats and He-Man. Uh, the the '90s X-Men flavor is there too a lot because of the characters are in fact uh, like a fantasy version of a superhero. 
to become a Knights Arcanum, you have to be imbued. You have to have the power that the gods left with inside of you. And those powers uh, that the Knights Arcanum have are, are very strong. Uh, they are the, the strongest of the power wielders in the world of Kaber. Um, the Knights Arcanum actually form teams. Uh, the team you're looking at on the cover here is, uh, well, not the cover, this image here is uh, the Storm Riders, who are the, the main heroes of the setting. The guy with the lightning there is named Tempest. Uh, there's Sledge in the background. And they're fighting the cultists of the Venomborn, uh, who is the, this group that's trying to bring uh, one of their, their uh, nether creatures into the world. Uh, the, the Widow Queen is their their uh their patron so the the groups like the knights arcanum will fight to keep caber free of monsters and dangers and villains and schemes that threaten it uh but they are not the only ones that uh that that are in the world there's uh quite a few other groups there's the imperial legions and things of that nature but the empire's in, in a in a big trouble right now because the emperor died and there's no new heir uh, it's causing quite a bit of political issues and trouble, even for the Knights Arcanum, who are considered, you know, heroes by the the people. There, there's there's places where they're not welcome. So, interesting. Okay, um, so this will be coming out for Savage Worlds. It sounds like uh, timing is TBD, but probably next year. That is the plan. Uh, there is a link you guys can follow to our our Kickstarter page if you want to follow along, but we're not quite ready to announce exactly when we're going to launch, but it will be sometime next year. Uh, please check us out, and if you you know, you want to stay informed, just hit that follow link. Yeah, um, created a tiny URL, just to make it a little easier, just tinyurl.com slash Knights Arcanum, and um, you can just as um, Ross said, sign up so you can get that information. Uh, I'm guessing you guys probably send little notes out here and there, and um, yeah, the final big announcement when things actually go live. I got to tell you, one of the great things about working with uh, Star Anvil Studios is the artwork that they're able to produce for this project is just amazing. Uh, the artist is incredibly talented. He's got a lot of great uh, composition and, and, and body work in it. It almost looks like it's right out of the page of a comic book or, or, or a, toy, a toy box cover, which I, I just think is fantastic. Yeah, I've got some more I can share with you here. Uh, just a second. Uh, these files are so large, I think my old steam-powered computer is having some trouble with them. But uh, let me pull up one. Yeah, I see. What, just take a look at that, folks. Uh, Ripclaw, one of the uh, heroic knights of fury. Yeah, look at that. My God. She's kind of our, our Wolverine XP, if you will. Uh, she's part of a race called the, the uh, Volcari, who have been sort of cursed to have a bestial or beast-like uh, body. Cool, cool. Um, hey, we got some comments I had missed. Uh, first off, Graham Molotov said, hi, hey, good to see you, sir. Another note from Star Anvil Studios says, Tempest is inspired by Cyclops, the leader blaster type. Sledge was inspired by Colossus. I'll let you guess who inspired Ripclaw there. No, I think uh, Ross already gave that away. Saying that for <laughs> right, but, uh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, I'll be contrary and just say Deathclaw from the Avengers, right? And <laughs> here we go. Ron Root is amazing with his line work. Yeah, this is yeah. Uh, this is some top quality stuff here. This is going to be a beautiful book when it comes out. Yeah, Ron Root is the artist, and he deserves all the credit for making this game look absolutely amazing. Yeah, it really does look very, very good. I'm uh, I, I really want to you know get my hands on it and try it out. Um, so that cover we were showing off earlier, that's a Jumpstart cover. Will that be yes. released before the Kickstarter, or is that really just more of a Kickstarter, you know, yeah, try and actually, buy kind of thing? It, it will actually be, be released, uh, 
I would say very, fairly soon. I can't give you an actual date on that. It's one of the things I'm working on uh, as we speak is to sort of finish it up for uh, the new Super's Companion for Suede. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, once once it's ready, and it should be ready pretty soon, I, I would imagine it'll be out, um, let's see, July, August, pro probably by August, uh, September. Okay. I mean, you know, I the Star Anvil Studios is the guy who could say yes or no, but I, I think it's going to be in that time frame when we're going to release it. So we could just say maybe Q3, maybe Q4, just to keep it nice and light. because Yeah, that's probably always, the best. Yeah, there's always some kind of production issue going on. It's like 99% uh, done. It's just there's a there, we got to tweak it for the, the Super's Companion stuff and get that out. Uh, but it's it's going to have pre-generated characters. It's going to have uh, a, a little adventure you can play and a little brief overview of the world. So. Okay, cool, cool. And um, definitely some more of this beautiful Ron Root art. Because uh, here's right. it. We're, for folks listening along on iTunes, uh, we've got a... Uh, uh, this guy, uh, Sledge, who boy, really impressive, impressive looking character. Almost looks like some kind of a stone golem with a, a massive hammer and uh, sort of a face like man of arms from, uh, oh, hey, here we go. Um, we got people talking in the comments. I missed them. So Grand Maltox says, so this will require the SPC or just core suede? Yeah, Knights Arcanum will require uh, suede and the superpowers companion because the, the characters are essentially superpowered characters. And we're also using a lot of... Uh, setting rules from the Supercross companion. Okay, cool. Uh, Jason Sunday. Hey, Jason, good to see you in the comments, sir. Are the powers pretty open or are they a curated list for the setting? So we're doing some interesting things with powers uh, in the game, whereas we have these things called power archetypes that are kind of little subcategories. And there are kind of, in, in Nicer Cam, there basically are some defined niche niches uh, like bricks and blasters and uh, scrappers. Uh, so for example, uh, Sledge there is obviously a, a brick, and there the answer to your question essentially is yes. It's just in slight slight uh, menus themed around the particular niches of the characters. We have some really cool mechanics uh, to help generate your arch enemy and yeah. a rogues gallery for your group of knights arcanum to fight in the game. And the uh, the thing I'm most excited about is uh, you know how Thundercats and He Man they have you know their little snarfs and orcos. We're, we're working on a system for mascots for your for your team and a mascot can like you know it, it, it's going to be great i'm i'm really excited to, to to work on this part you have a comic relief sidekick system yeah we're that's something we're actually going to put in the game yeah for real oh that that is pretty cool um all right all, these... all credit to brandon uh the head of uh sorry sorry Andal. he's like we should have mascots i'm like you're damn right we should <laughs> it is a pretty cool idea um so will that be a, a character that's kind of collectively role played by the group or by the uh, game master or how does that work so i mean uh to be clear this is still in, in development and it is okay uh, so things may change but at the moment like the current thinking is that a mascot would be run by the uh the, the the dm but there are certain things that players can trigger they can be like okay we want we want this benefit so we're going to have the mascot you know do something and we'll, we'll get it all we're going to get it all worked out, but it's it's going to echo those moments from 80s cartoons where the mascot needs the, the rest of the heroes to, uh, you know, kind of affirm that they are useful or a friend, you know, kind of put them up. Or there's also the idea that the mascot does something stupid and, 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 and in the background or whatever, and everybody kind of laughs for a moment. And, you know, there's ways to get that done. We're, we're in the process of, of figuring out exactly how to apply it in, but I think it's something we're definitely going to keep. I just love the crap out of it. It's a uh, definitely genre emulation. 
and I, I love that stuff. So this guy we're seeing right now uh, in the image here is uh, Lord Nihilus. He is the necromancer of the setting. Uh, he has this uh, big black pyramid, kind of like Snake Mountain. You know, he has the black pyramid from which you know he sends forth his minions, and the the Knights Arcanum have to do battle with him to uh, keep him from taking over the empire in a wave of undead. Oh, cool! Uh, zombie fighting is always fun. Yeah, he's a yeah. cool-looking character. He's he's Skeletor, but all his minions are actually undead. Uh, Oh, may we get more from uh, Star Ample Studios? Um, the players encouraged to set the mascot up to let shenanigans happen to earn bennies, is one thought. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sort of stimulate the in-game meta economy, if I'm going to put on my designer hat. <laughs> Genre emulation, like you said, is really important if you want to get the right feel and tone across. So. Oh, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, and I wanted to mention this before I forget. Uh, Star Ample Studios says, credit to my friend Salt O'Mancer. Wow, that is a name. That's I, I wish I had a name that cool for helping me work out the this idea out. Well, hats off to you, Salto Mancer. Is his name really Salto Mancer? It's I don't know. It's a pretty good name. Yeah, that is a good <laughs> like name. It. That's like a gunslinger name. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, let's check out some other art here. Um, Sledge, we've seen Sledge, Thunderhawk, Tempest. We haven't seen Tempest yet, I don't think. And there we go. We should have it. Oh, wait, we have seen Tempest. He's the guy on the cover. I guess I haven't right. seen this specific image of him. Um, let's pull that one up. And once again, this guy is kind of the leader slash Cyclops Blaster kind of type. And I can definitely see that in sort of the uh, design. Yeah, it's. I, I think we started judging like some of the enemies on how many hits from Tempest they can take. Mm. Basically. <laughs> Because uh, his power is he blasts things with lightning. That's that's pretty much what he does. Uh, but he's also the leader, and he's the strategic guy of the Storm Riders. Yeah, and he's our Cyclops XP. And uh, we, you know, the, the Storm Riders are meant to be like that that aspirational. This is what your team can be, uh, kind of uh, approach. And uh, would they be the pregens in the Jumpstart? They are. They are the pregens okay. in the Jumpstart. So you can uh, you can play this guy hopefully uh, Q3 Q4 but uh, yeah that that's some cool looking art uh, let me dig through I, uh, I thought Star Anvil I thought you guys were gonna send some vehicle shots but I don't know if I had permission to look at those or not but let me the last art I have is the Widow Queen and let me pull that one up here because vehicles are gonna be a big part of this game right. They they are so the the world of Caber is actually split up into floating islands. And to get in between these islands, you need to fly on skyships from one to the other. There's also portals that link them, and there's actually a train that runs through these portals called the Iron Dragon. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, but we've also, cool. yeah, and then you got your your vehicles for running around, you know, while you're on one of the islands uh, to do stuff. And they are, oh, there's the Widow Queen. Yeah. She is okay. a Nether Lord. She's one of the uh, the Netherites. These these beings from another dimension that are occasionally summoned to Kaber by by people looking to you know to, to do bad things and she is one of the the, the heads of those uh, those groups the venomborn that cults i was talking about earlier on the cover they uh they're in in service of her so she's she's cool. dangerous she's kind of like uh i mean there's a lot of comic book comparisons i could make i guess you know madam mask uh would be one Cool, cool. Um, how many different factions are there in this game? Well, let's see. Um, you got the Knights Arcanum. You've got uh, the Netherites. Uh, you've got the uh, 
Lord Nihilus and Necromancer and his guys. There's a High Arcanist. Uh, we tried to we tried to put a lot of things going on so that you as characters are uh, able to uh, to get in, involved with all kinds of, of threats that are either trying to conquer the empire, tear the empire apart, or uh, you know take 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 out the, uh, the the current crop of Knights Arcanum and replace them with something else. So uh, you have quite a few things to to get involved with there. There's the the legions uh, of the empire. There's um, the individuals of the three kingdoms have their own uh, some of their own groups as well, um, and we've got places we've got like uh, floating islands. Some of them have vanished. Some of them have appeared out of nowhere and are, are currently still unexplored. Uh, there's a lot to do. One of the things I think we're really proud of is there's a lot to do in the world of uh, Knights Arcanum. Sweet, I've got some new art coming up right now. Um, let me blow this up a little bit and oh wow, this. This is the cover for the cereal box right here, I think. Hang on a second. Um, <laughs> and while I'm doing that, we got this comment from Jason. Talking about Knights Arcanum when I spoke to Brandon about Supers and Fantasy. He shared some art in my Pathfinder for Savage World Sunday Game Discord. Looks super cool. Oh, sweet. Yeah, Brandon talked to me about this about a year ago, and he was saying, you know, let's find a way to do supers with fantasy. And he gave a whole bunch of great ideas, and I was like, man, that sounds cool. That is the cover. That yeah. is the cover of the book, Tempest Fighting Lord, Lord Nihilus in front of the Airy, which is the Stormriders' uh, home base. Uh, that is going to get some eyes on the project, I can almost guarantee. Yeah, that's that's really an amazing piece of art right there. Um, that's really cool. Oh, and here I got the vehicles. It was it, it was on Facebook. All right, let me download these. And Oh, my God, that looks amazing. Let me share this while I download the others. Um, so are you guys uh, making any modifications to the vehicle rules for Sway? Um, just to kind of emphasize uh, the vehicles because, oh boy, let me show you this. This looks amazing. Check that out. Yeah, right. Isn't that great? Mm -hmm. uh, so, some of the vehicle stuff is still uh, one of the things we're working on. I, I don't know how. Honestly, Sway is pretty good. Like as far as a rule set, I don't imagine we'd want to do anything huge to the rules obviously we'd probably have some uh we, these are going to have their own stats they're going to have their own abilities and you're going to want to be able to use them when you're you know exploring that lost island or trying to trying to catch the uh the high archonist before he flees in his giant manta ray vehicle uh, uh giant manta ray flying uh, uh beast but these are these are going to be really cool i can i can definitely guarantee that we're going to make them cool uh, nice. and that's just that's not even the finished art that's just the sketch that's the that's sorry the line work that's the line work up on top there is one of the sky ships uh that yeah. travels back and forth the blue areas are kind of like these sails that they use to catch the magic winds that flow between the different islands yeah this is some amazing stuff i um i kind of wish these were actually toys <laughs> right my, my kid would be into these <laughs> that's the goal and i think uh you know ron is is nailing it uh the line work's just amazing it really has been. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to definitely subscribe because I would like to find out when this goes to Kickstarter, and I'm going to be bugging you at the dog park to find out when this stuff is going to be uh, the, the jumpstart comes out. Yeah, it looks okay, like so we're going to have the jumpstart, uh, and I will be running the game as well uh, later this later this year, early next year. So we're going to have uh, some opportunities for people to come and find out what it's all about, and we'll probably broadcast. I mean, if uh, you know, maybe we can talk about broadcasting one of those games. Who knows? 
but it'd be really cool. Yeah, you can practically see the packaging for the toy. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm kind of imagining a little 15 page, you know, this big right? comic, you know, behind the action figures. You can, uh, exactly. uh, that looks really awesome. Yeah, uh, we do Monday games. We try to do Monday lunchtime games, just short one hour sessions. So we could get you back to do a demo session or two for this. That would be uh, just a big jiggling mound of fun. I would really enjoy that. So, uh, yeah, man, this, this art is just amazing. You guys are really putting together. I think it's going to be a fun book. I can't wait to check it out. Oh, and here, here's, uh, here's Brandon. That's the idea. Ben World did the line work for the vehicles. And I was trying to, I was trying not to overwhelm Ron with jobs. Oh, my sense. apologies. So Ben World, I apologize. Yeah. I didn't realize that was a different artist. Ben World does the line work on the vehicles and they're great. Yeah. I almost hesitate to ask Brandon, but have you guys thought about doing any STL or, uh, you know, printable minis for these? Cause, uh, stuff looks cool as heck, man. And, uh, I don't have to answer that now, but, uh, Oh, hey, here's Jason saying, I've been bored for the Monday game. Well, all right, well, whenever I can talk Ross into it, uh, we should definitely do that. It's not like you guys are close to the finish line. So let's say Q3, Q4, depending on the, how things go. Well, it's important to get you know it right when you're dealing with something as kind of exciting as the stuff we're doing with, with Knights Arcanum. So we're taking our time, and we're going to produce a very high-quality product. Yep. I under it's always better to get it out right than not to publish 20 pages of errata after the delivery so yeah i've had to do that in my time so <laughs> yeah, me too i'm right there with you oh it looks like we got a comment from uh, brandon i mean i'd love to but cost and time i'm certainly interested if we can make minis happen yeah i, I hear you um the reason i mentioned it was i just had a friend who uh i don't know how i made it happen but uh je shields is an artist uh I, I work on a lot of projects with him and he found a guy who made stl files which are basically the files that you plug into 3d printers and he did a lot of his stock art as you know, these little uh, STL files, and then you can, you know, you can buy them for kind of a song, and then you just take them to your own 3D printer. Where, uh, what do 3D printers use anyway? Some kind of resin, or is it celery or biomatter? I'm not sure what it is, but uh, currently maybe, resin. <laughs> currently resin, but uh, one day maybe beef. <laughs> we that don't know be, for sure. Yeah, I think I think uh, you know that'd be a great. Well, we'll we can revisit that when we uh, get to the Kickstarter launch. We'll talk about STLs. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's it's one of those uh, pie in the sky kind of things. Um, all right, guys. Well, hey, I think we've excited people. Oh, hey, look, <laughs> that's that was uh, where you were talking to me on Facebook, where I was showing off the art from. Oh, hey, Walter Billiards in there. Two types of printers: resin and PLA. Well, that's true. Mr. Anvil says uh, filament or resin. And Walt says SCRs out there and even to find now. All right, well, I'm sure you guys are very busy with the project, but man, some of those. Would just look awesome as miniatures and the stl files are the affordable way to do that so just a thought maybe a stretch goal who knows so yeah if you want to if you want to check out all the other things that star anvil is doing uh, we have a website it is uh, star studios.com i believe oh sweet okay start yeah star studios.com is the the home website for it so uh, go check that out that oh, sounds good um any closing thoughts before we wrap things up just i uh, want to say thanks for having me on it's been a long time since uh we've we've done this uh, I, I don't know if we ever have honestly uh but i remember that we we had a brief conversation about um strike force oh yeah, yeah five or six years ago uh which won an award uh the the, the bamsies that's right the uh the coveted hallowed bamsie award yes that's did, right so. well, we're not nearly as serious as the grammys we're a little more serious than the ennies but uh yeah <laughs> well thank you very much it's been a real pleasure being on your show it's been a pleasure having you. Oh, we have one last comment. Um, let's see. Um, all three artists message me. Okay. 
If you're a 3D artist looking for STL work, uh, talk to Brandon from Star Anvil Studios. Star Anvil Studios, Studios, Star Anvil Studios .com. You can find them and uh, make this happen. So, And on that happy note, let me play our contractually obligated outro music. Trying to play that outro music. Hang on. Here we go. Technically, yeah, I know it, it. It gets into you. It, it creeps up at first, and it's inside of you, and it, it's just it's hard to get rid of. So, all right, a hey, pleasure talking to you, sir, and I will see you in the near future. See you at the dog park. Take care. Take care, everybody.